Hello? Hold on. Welcome back to another edition of the Wolverine.com podcast. I'm Chris Ballas. With me is Jeff Schiller, M Hoops One on the Wolverine.com message board at the Fort. And Jeff, this was a uh, this was a good one. Good win for Michigan to start. Got a little bit testy there in the second half, a little testy throughout. Looked like Buffalo came out with a chip on its shoulder. Looked like Michigan was going to run them out of the gym, but give them credit. This is a good team, and I don't think people realize that, how good this team really is. You know, Buffalo's excellent. Actually, Chris, this reminded me a lot of the opener last year against Bowling Green, who at that time was picked to win the back and was a downhill driving team like this one. And uh, we scored – and they scored, and everybody was worried about Michigan's defense after the game because how were we going to stop teams that drove? And we wound up being the number four defensive team in the country. And I think the reason for that is that we were able to contain dribble penetration, uh, certainly with Franz Wagner, but we were also able to uh, uh, contain it with our guards. And when Devontae Jones is not in the lineup, we are an extremely different team. He's got to stop not making the fouls that he made tonight because that's the difference in the game. I think if Devontae Jones is able to play the entire game or 30 minutes of the game and he's able to be aggressive as he wasn't able to be in the second half when he came back in with four fouls, this is a much different game. Michigan wins this game in the 20s. Yeah, and uh, really the way they got out – they were up, I think, 21, 23 points at one point. And you're thinking, wow, if they can get 30-point win on Buffalo, you're thinking, uh, sending a message to the Big Ten. At the same time, you expected Buffalo to come back. They've got great players. Gene Nathan Williams is outstanding. Uh, he was a load. Um, but Michigan had a Williams of its own. Terrence Williams, I thought, was one of the differences in this game. Now, Hunter Dickinson's going to get his. He got 27. Looked a lot like the same Hunter Dickinson we saw last year. A little more confident. Throwing his weight around a little bit more. He's in better shape. But Terrence Williams was the guy that really settled things down and made some huge shots there, Jeff. Hit a step-back jumper when, when Buffalo made its first run. He made a critical three down the stretch. And not just that, his defense and his rebounding, uh, in my opinion, were huge factors in this game. Yeah, uh, exactly, Chris. Uh, Terrence Williams is what Eli Brooks would be if he was 6'6 and a forward. They're not the prettiest players in the world they're not alpha guys, but they make plays and they make big plays at big times. And uh, I think you had an article, you've had several articles where Phil Bartelli has talked about how uh, Eli Brooks affects winning and Terrence Williams affects winning. And he's going to get a lot of time this year. Yeah, he really is. Liked what I saw from Caleb Houston out of the gate. Uh, he and I thought Musa Diabate really worked well together a couple of times there. They had a curl where Musa came around after a pick, got the ball inside. But I thought Diabate did a really nice job finding guys out of the post in the first half as well. He's really come a long way. Watching him in high school, Jeff, to now, uh, this kid is skilled. He's going to develop a jump shot. It doesn't look broken anymore. His jump shot used to look broken, but now he's at least close. Got to get better on free throws, and so does the entire team. I think they missed 12, if I'm not mistaken. This game could have been a 20-point game anyway had they just made their free throws. But to me, those two freshmen are going to be seeing a lot of playing time clearly and obviously. Yeah, uh, uh, Houston's a very polished player. Uh, he he sees the floor. He makes the, the right play rather than the spectacular play. Uh, I thought he did a pretty good job on defense. For all the Jonathan Williams scored 32 points, he was extremely good. The fact of the matter is he hit a lot of very tough shots and 
if people are going to make those twos on you, then that's going to happen. LSU did it for a while back in the tournament last year. But I thought they defended Williams pretty well. The, the guy that I didn't think they defended as well in the second half was their point guard. And that's what made things go. Once their point guard got going downhill, which happened after Jones got out of the game, they wound up in scrambling our rotations. And uh, that was that was bad. Uh, Debate is a spectacular player. He does some things phenomenally well. He also still takes bad shots and makes mistakes at key times. And he'll get better at that. I mean, he's got a world of talent. He's just got to uh, to learn when to make the right play. He, if he had Houston's maturity, uh, he'd be, a, you know, an all Big Ten player at this point. Yeah. Yep. Um, let's talk a little bit about the two guard because this is one of the issues early on. Kobe Bufkins gets a little lost out there at times. It's going to take some time for him. We've heard good things about him in practice, but when the lights go on, uh, he's a little lost out there. I don't see Adrian Nunez getting a ton of minutes, although he didn't look out of place in the first half. He made a couple of shots. He's always going to struggle defensively. That's just not who he is. So maybe getting Zeb Jackson back is going to help there, but they need a little Zeb, bit enough there, don't they? If, Zeb's, if, Zeb can, if when Zeb comes back, that'll help. The other thing is I thought Frankie Collins looked better than I thought he would. He, he missed the game uh, on Friday. He came in and he looked like he belonged. He still has shooting issues, of course, but uh, he played very tough defense. And in fact, in the second half, when they made their run, they made their run with neither Collins nor uh, Jones out there. I think Collins may play more than I thought he was going to play because I don't think Bufkin is quite ready to play a team like this. There are going to be teams that Bufkin can play very well against. And I think ultimately in time, Bufkin's going to be really, really good. Yeah. But right now they need either Frankie Collins or Zeb Jackson to give them some minutes at guard because Jones plays a style that's going to make some great plays and make some tips and make some deflections, but he's a little over aggressive at this point in terms of uh, fouls. And uh, to be fair, he ran into a, uh, a crew tonight that we've had a lot of experience with in the past and it's pretty foul happy. Yeah, no doubt. Um, what was the biggest disappointment for you? I thought they did a nice job keeping them off the offensive glass in the first half. I think they only had six and that is one of this Buffalo's team's strengths. Now, granted they weren't as big as Michigan and Michigan went with this two big lineup with Diabate and Hunter Dickinson at times, uh, which had mixed results. But uh, I thought they did a solid job in the second half, not as good. But uh, did you think the defensive rotations in the second half were a little bit uh, lax, or what was it they, that? They were, but I think part of it was that the, the point guard kept getting in the line. Right. And once the point guard gets in the lane, and he's a guy that can finish some, you know, we've seen it in the past with, with you know, guards that we've had from, from – Xavier Simpson, to Derek Wald, to Trey Burke. If your point guard could get, as John Beeline used to call it, two feet in the lane, is a good passer, it's hard to have rotations that work as long as they keep moving the ball. Because you're in recovery mode for most of the time. Right, you're in recovery mode for most of the time. And they have the kind of team that can take advantage of that because they're relentless at driving the ball. And uh, that's that's why I said we need to have – Devonta Jones learned what's aggressive and what's over-aggressive. He's got a lot of skills. He could be excellent for them, and they could be a very, very good defensive team. But they need guards on the floor. Because in the second half, at one point, 
they were playing four bigs. Right. They were playing Terrence Williams at the two. And I thought Terrence, Terrence Williams is able to guard at the three, but he's not guarding people at the two. No. I mean, that's just not happening. Nope. And he's having a hard time with guarding guys in the three, although he did a really nice job at times holding his ground uh, down the stretch. And he's just a good, savvy basketball player. Yep. I like having him on the floor. And you can start to see the rotation who's going to play at this point. And we don't know what Zeb Jackson's going to give them. Uh, you need another guard to step up, and you hope that one of them will. But uh, Eli Brooks looked like Eli Brooks. Uh, Jones early looked really good, uh, really in control. So Hunter Dick- I thought Jones looked fine when he was in there. Right, yeah. He just, he just made bad fouls. I mean, three of his first four fouls, the 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 trap foul they make uh, with when he's got uh, uh, two fouls early in the second half, uh, there wasn't any reason for it. Uh, you're you're trapping somebody 45 feet from the basket with a guy that you need to be in there. Yeah, no question. Um, your thoughts on Dickinson's play? I, I thought. I mean, it's like again, you see, okay, you see basically the same game, and he's going to be the same player probably for most of his four years, right? Because yeah. uh, there's room to improve, obviously, with his outside shot, and uh, that's something that we're going to see. But more than anything, he just overpowers people with his size. He does. Uh, what I thought was the 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 nicest play of the game was the one where he spun right and, and dunked the ball. And that's not something Hunter Dickinson could do last year. He clearly has worked on his right hand and turning, turning the right side. He certainly is not as agile or as comfortable doing that, but by the same token, he can do it. And that's going to, if people are going to give him baseline, he's going to take it. Uh, They did some, some high-low passing with him. He didn't take any shots from out there today. And uh, I think that may be a part of the game at some point. But against this team, which didn't have size, there didn't seem to really be a reason for it. Yeah. I do like the way they move the ball. I do like how unselfish they are with the ball. I like the cuts. They really cut with a purpose. And I thought the team defense, especially early, was really good. So um, they did not do real well in their 2-3 zone, Jeff. That's something that's going to take some work. And um, that's something I'm sure they'll work on, continue to work on throughout the year. But uh, overall, uh, I, you know, pretty solid B, in my opinion, playing a good veteran team. I think they're one of the oldest teams in college basketball, they said. These guys have been playing them together for a long time. They've been around for a long time. To me, a good solid win. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, it, it wasn't the, the size of the score that you thought it might be early on. But you're right. Buffalo is an excellent team. Uh, they are, they played together. They have four starters back. Uh, they have five seniors starting. Uh, they have a coach who has been with them, not only as their head coach, this is his third year, but as an assistant for four years before that. They play the same style they have played. And uh, it's not a style that everybody plays. They're, they, they have a lot of possessions and they, and I mean, look, the other thing that happened tonight was uh, sometimes stuff happens. Uh, Buffalo tonight was as a team. I'm looking looking for a second. Buffalo as a team was 15 for 18 for the free throw line. Buffalo's yeah. about a 67 percent shooting team. Right. They yeah. made everything. Michigan, which has was a 75 percent shooting team, and the people that lost, yeah, uh, obviously, Isaiah Livers was a great free throw shooter, as was uh, as were Mike Smith and and uh, uh, Franz Wagner. But the guys that they've replaced him, replaced them with have been very good throughout their college careers. Yeah. And Michigan shot 60%. Right. And if, if 
if they both shoot 70% on the game, I mean, just 70% on the game, this is a, a close to a 20 point win, which is what uh, the Ken Tom line was. Yep. Yep. It was a good win though. Solid, good start. And uh, we'll see what they do from here. Jeff Schiller with us and Jeff, I appreciate your time. We'll do it again later. All right. Thanks, Chris.